I would like to talk to you about slavery, but I would like to tell you the whole story of slavery, not the half story that you've heard. Every few years in American politics, an idea floats up. We need to pay reparations to the black Americans for the fact that they were brought over here as slaves. I call this the guilt tax. Now we need to understand if we're going to talk about slaves in the West and America, we need to understand that all the slaves that came to America were wholesaled by Muslims on the west coast of Africa. Now the Muslims also ran a slave trade on the Mediterranean coast and the east coast of Africa. I've never met anybody who knows much about the real whole history of slavery. Everyone knows the half story, the evil white man on a wooden ship on the west coast of Africa. But we need to study the entire history of slavery. First off, slavery is universal. The name slave comes from the word Slav, which are Eastern Europeans. All tribes and cultures had slavery, and there were different kinds of slaves. For instance, the Romans had slaves who were accountants and teachers, but they also had slaves who did mining work and gladiators. Native Americans had slaves, and there was a peculiar form of slavery in Europe and Russia called serfdom, in which you, when you bought the land, the people came with it. Slavery was accepted in Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism. The Greeks had slaves, the Egyptians had slaves, and all the countries in what we now call the Middle East today all had slaves. What finally stopped all this slavery business? Well, I'll tell you. It was called a better slave, the steam engine. That was the reason we started using mechanical slaves instead of people slaves. Now, why was Islam into the slave business? Because slavery was in Arabia long before Muhammad, but Muhammad was involved in every aspect of slavery. Slavery is found in the Quran, the Sirah, and the Hadith. Indeed, there is a complete formal doctrine of slavery in political Islam. Muhammad's first business as a wholesaler of slaves was with Jews. When he moved to Medina, it was half Jewish, three tribes. But two of those tribes were driven off, and then he attacked the third and last tribe. He defeated them. The men were killed, executed 800 in a day. The women were sold into slavery, wholesale lots, and then the children were adopted into the families. Muhammad had sex slaves. His favorite was named Miriam. She was described as being fair, that is, light-skinned. Now, the Sunnah of Muhammad is to be followed by all Muslims as much as possible, that is, to imitate his behavior. So this leads to the fact, if you study the prices of slaves in the Islamic slave market, the highest price was always for a white slave. Muhammad had all kinds of slaves, black men, black women. His favorite wife, Aisha, had a black slave. He had Arab slaves, Jewish slaves, polytheist slaves, Christians, blacks, and whites. Now, Islam sees slavery as a door to Islam because only non-Muslims, kafirs, can be captured. And the only way they can be freed is to convert to Islam. So therefore, from one peculiar point of view, the slave business was simply a door to enter Islam with. To see how important slavery was in the Arab world, there's over 36 words for slave in the Arabic language. Now, all of this was normal at the time. Now, Muslims, if you bring up the subject of slavery in Islam, like to say how well slaves were treated in Islam. For instance, freeing a slave is a good deed. But notice, a slave who escapes will not have his prayers heard. So it's okay if your master frees you, but if you try to free yourself, not so much. Slaves should be treated well. But notice something. No matter how well you treat slaves, no one ever volunteers to become a slave. And what about the damage? Well, Thomas Sowell, a great scholar, says that about 11 million slaves were imported across the Atlantic. 
and there are 14 million African slaves on the north coast of, Af of Africa and on the east coast of Africa. David Livingston, who estimated that for every slave who reached the plantation, five others died by being killed in the raid or died on the forced march or from illness or deprivation. So, for 25 million total slaves, this is 120 million Africans killed. Now, the current slave story in America is the only slavers were white Christian men. But, a half story is a lie, and I would like to tell you about the whole story. Here's an example of what happens if you don't know the whole story. For many years, the world's reigning heavyweight boxing champion was a man called Muhammad Ali, but that was not his birth name. He was named after an abolitionist, that is, a person who fought against slavery, and his name was Cassius Clay. But when Cassius Clay converted to Islam, he dropped his white name and picked up a Muslim name, Muhammad Ali. Ironically, they were both slaveholders and enslaved others. And why does it serve us to deny the complete history of slavery? History shows us, for instance, that it was white Christians who ended the slave trade. The United States was involved in the slave trade for over 200 years, but Islam has been involved in it for 1400 years and is still practiced today. But almost no one knows about Islamic slavery. What Muhammad did at his time about slavery was simply a cultural thing. All other rulers of nations had some form of slavery, but here's the problem with Muhammad's slavery. It is Sunnah, that is, it is the perfect model for all Muslims till the end of time. Now the facts of Islam and slavery are not well known, nor will this video make much of a wave. Why? It violates the social half-truth of the culture, white bad, Islam good. Now the half-story of slavery divides us, but the whole story unites us in a common suffering. Our ancestors of all races were involved in the slave business either by being enslaved or holding, holding slaves. Slavery is a part of human history. Now, it was not our moral virtue that ends this slavery, but remember, the first engine was the steam engine and then later the gasoline and diesel engines. These are what led us to abandon slavery, not our superior moral virtue. If you ignore the facts, the facts still exist. If you don't like the facts, the facts still exist. But today, unpleasant facts are called hate speech. If you would like to know the whole story of slavery, not the half story that you've heard, I recommend a book, John Azuma, the legacy of Arab Islam in Africa. Thank you.